0: Happy Friday, everyone, and thank you for joining us on Fried Okra, the public education podcast for Oklahomans. I'm Ellen Pogamiller with the Oklahoma Education Association.
1: And I'm Catherine Bishop, president of OEA. Fried Okra is a weekly podcast where we get together to talk about public education issues in Oklahoma. We hope you'll join us every Friday.
0: And this morning, we are joined by one of our favorite NEA partners, um, yeah. David Klin from NEA Member Benefits. Good morning.
2: Hi, it's a pleasure being on the show. Thanks for having me today.
0: So, just tell us a little bit about in general member benefits. What what does it mean for a member to be a part of NEA member benefits?
2: So, by being a member of the OEA, Oklahoma Education Association, you are automatically a part of the NEA, and one of the things that comes with that is access to NEA member benefits. NEA member benefits basically provides a plethora of programs, products, and services throughout the nation. And the nice thing about all of these benefits is that none of the utilization of these benefits is paid for by members dues dollars. So from that perspective, it really does present an opportunity to recoup your dues dollars by taking advantage of these benefits.
1: So like one of my favorite ones, and I've been around this gig for quite a while. And when you first became a member, they, they had this little slip at the bottom of your membership form, David. And they were like, hey, sign that. It's called dues tab. And it's a life insurance policy that you have. It's thousand, I think, $1,000. And it was just, it's there for yes. our members. And so that's that's one of the member benefits that we have. And th- the, the interesting thing was during COVID, and we saw our members did not realize our the families the families of our members did not realize by being a member of OEA and NEA they automatically had a $1000 life insurance policy that was there for them in this time of need and it was just so beneficial to so many families
2: you know i, I love the fact that you brought that up it so it's it exactly it was do tab. Mm-hmm. now it's uh, often referred to as complimentary life insurance So basically everyone, this actually provides active members with $1,000 in life insurance, $5,000 in accidental death and dismemberment, $50,000 if something happens while at work, or $150,000 if you're the victim of an unlawful homicide while at work. This is all free and we pay and renew this for members every year as long as you remain an active member. Mm -hmm. But- one of the challenges is we've had a number of members that have not registered their beneficiary. Mm, yeah, that's something that we really need to do. And kind of to your point, Catherine, during this time frame mm-hmm. of COVID, mm-hmm. we saw, in my opinion, more members that passed away within a, a, a succinct time frame than typically previously. Yeah. So we really do need to have members. Either register or update, because mm-hmm. maybe something in your life has changed—right, remarried, what have you. So register or update who your beneficiaries should be, so we can be sure to capture that information.
1: Yeah, I logged on today and I—I I looked, and it—and Roy's still my beneficiary. So. <laughs> <laughs> I could thought I you just forget. I thought, Ooh, did I ever do that? I think I did, but it's so easy. Just so they just log on the website. Right. Where'd you, they
2: go? You can log on to the website and re- update your beneficiary. That would be going to NEA, M as in Mary, B is in Brad, dot com backslash start. One of the first squares to pop up will be a square where you can click on that and register your beneficiary. Mm. Another option is you also can call in to the Member Advocacy Center, which is like the Member Customer Service. And that toll-free number is 1-800-637-4636.
0: So one of the things that you do for member benefits is actually listen to members to determine what kind of benefits Mm -hmm. they are looking for. So recently you told us one of a new benefit that you're offering is NEA pet insurance.
2: So yes, the, the pet insurance yes. is actually a benefit for any members that have a dog or a cat that came about because of member request. Yeah. And we were able to help fill that need. And what this particular benefit will do is enable you to use any licensed veterinarian and receive up to a 90% reimbursement on your veterinary expenses.
1: Yeah. And, and so we have like, you know, we have this, this, the, I'm hooked, my bracelets, listeners, you can't see it, but my cord got hooked on my bracelets and I was all tangled up. And, um, you know, you have, NEA member benefits has additional life insurance, uh, 401k planning, all the financial planning that members need, um, auto, uh, property, all those kind of good things. But you guys do so much more. Right? Uh, you know, my favorite is the Savvy savvy and our student loan forgiveness mm. program that you guys do.
2: Yes. So this is a fantastic program, everyone, for any of you that are working on our towards public service loan forgiveness, our teacher loan cancellation. This is a program. It's somewhat similar to, to TurboTax in that it'll take you step-by-step step through the process. You'll fill in all the blanks, By going through this process, it's going to let you know, do you qualify for student loan forgiveness? How much can you have forgiven? When can you expect to receive that forgiveness? And if it's even possible to have your monthly payment reduced, Mm -hmm. all of this is completely free. Wow. So you basically go to our website, you utilize the student debt navigator. Okay. Again, all free. It gives you all that information on average members are having 20,000 plus forgiven. We recently had a call and um, someone shared how a member had Mm. $120,000 forgiven through this program. So it it does have a premium option, which is completely free for the first 12 months. Um, If you'd like to keep using advantage of it after that first year, it's only like $29, 95 cents a year. And what it basically does will enable them to submit your paperwork electronically, electronically, um, send you alerts, reminders. It just provides some other customized, uh, benefits to assist you in the utilization of the platform.
1: Because in pre Ellen, I don't know if you know this, but in previous, um, uh, administrations at the federal level, um, let's just say this, there was a public service loan forgiveness. And, uh, when, uh, Betsy DeVos was, Over the Department of Education, I I think they only like allowed like 10,000 public service loan for And like, if you didn't cross your, or dot your I's, cross your T's, do everything exactly right. Yes. It was like kicked out and then you didn't even know about it. So you were like, you think you're on track and you're doing everything you're supposed to do. And then at the end of the road, they go, nope, didn't do it. Right. So this, this actually tells you, yep, you can, uh, you'll qualify for this. Right. And it just kind of takes you down a, a, a pathway. Exactly. That is awesome.
2: And throughout the journey down that pathway, you're able to interact with the team mm-hmm. through chat, email, on the phone to receive assistance at any point in time to help provide additional clarity as needed. Mm-hmm. Because one of the things it is going to do for you at the very end is in no sequential order give you a few different options. So you might just want to know, okay, well, as I'm looking over this, how will I know which one best works for me? Mm -hmm. So that might be a time where you might want to jump on the line with one of them or, you know, again, any point in time.
0: In both... NEA member benefits and actually uh, staff members at OEA can provide training to our mm-hmm. members on this program to so help them have a better understanding of what it looks like and try to get them, you know, to at least definitely take advantage yeah. of that first year free. Mm-hmm. And if it's not something they want to do, that's fine, but at least allow them that opportunity to see what yeah. it looks like. Awesome.
2: And again, that first year free, that is just for that premium service. Wow. The utilization of the platform would remain free. And so this would be something just like you said, where either the OEA staffer or myself can definitely provide standalone presentations specifically on this topic for you and your local.
0: Thank you. I did not realize that it was just the premium. You've said that twice and it just clicked for me. So thank you. <laughs> Sometimes it just takes a little bit. <laughs> um, so another benefit we talked about is uh there's a program that you can use to get money back when you shop.
2: Yes. Yes. Okay. So another thing um, in addition to leggings and sweatpants that people may have <laughs> tapped into over COVID is online shopping. Yeah. And I am so happy to share it with you. We have a program. It's called the Discount Marketplace. Basically, this is a relationship with Rakuten. And the thing that's so cool about this is you can shop it online and in person at over 3000 different stores. But you are able to receive rebates ranging from 1 to 20% for shopping that you were already going to do. You still can take advantage of whatever sales are in place, but now on a quarterly basis in the form of either a check or deposit into your PayPal account, you'll receive a rebate for shopping that you did within that time frame. And it's just fantastic. I mean, you're kind of getting paid to shop is the way I just was going to say I it. was like just it. I David,
1: I was just going to say I'm going to tell Roy I have found a way to get paid to go shop and he's going to say you're you're lying brother <laughs> and, and you'll be able to show him your check and <laughs> I know I will See, and, and then I'm going to even better I'm going to say Roy, this is any member of benefits and he's going to like okay <laughs>
2: And it's I mean I mean Nordstrom, uh, a variety of mm-hmm. stores, Mark Macy's uh, I'm gonna do some more research. I know that Gap and Banana Public were on there on there to do a little bit more research, but several places that I think where you might okay. shop you'll you'll find that you can utilize this. Wow. And a specific benefit linked to utilizing this through NEA member benefits is we will have an exclusive uh, savings with five different stores each month that the general Rakuten member would not have access to.
0: Mm-hmm. And so I'm assuming you're approached by lots of people to kind of provide, we, we have 3 million members, so mm-hmm. who would not? So how do you kind of look through that of what would be a benefit that's good for our membership?
2: So Alan, that's really a great question. Uh, what that basically entails is something that we do through a vetting process. So we are approached, we'll, we'll run through a vetting process, and part of what that's going to look at is one, we would never want to introduce a benefit that's going to be in conflict with an existing one. Right. So in other words, everyone kind of has their own lane and from that perspective, an opportunity to connect with members without creating any issues for anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, additionally, we, we obviously want to partner with people that are friends with education and, mm-hmm. you know, we'll look at things such as that. And also a really nice thing of utilizing your, your NEA member benefits is if you happen to run into any challenges or issues, now you're also able to connect with the NEA member benefit team. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to just get on a toll free number by yourself, trying to work through whatever that challenge was. You have the backing of NEA member benefits to jump in and assist and rectifying whatever that challenge was. Mm -hmm. That's
1: awesome. You were talking this morning about, um, something special that we're doing here in the state of Oklahoma about financial planning. Uh, Tell us a little bit more about that.
2: So one of the things, so I work within Oklahoma, Wyoming, Montana, and Idaho, and I have 13 other colleagues that cover the remaining States throughout the country. But one of the things that I'm doing that has not been piloted or done anywhere is in recognizing the impact that, and the imbalance of educators' paychecks Mm -hmm. based on their responsibilities, I think that a lot of educators look at how can I afford to save money? Mm -hmm. One of the benefits that members have access to is being able to work with a financial planner that can assist them with that. Mm -hmm. But if you aren't aware of how that might work or what that might look like, it may have a hesitation for you to reach out and even take advantage of that. So the thing that I'm actually piloting with a group of students out of Tulsa is we are going to do a first time look at what does savings look like? How can you turn your paycheck into being able to not only assist you with taking care of your bills, but creating an environment where you can even think about starting to save. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to kind of do, for lack of a better word, like a, a 101 okay. introductory um, of this topic mm-hmm. to those student members. I had um suggested to their advisor, Dr. Sargent, you know, different mm-hmm. presentations yeah. that I can provide. And this is actually one that the students Good. voted on. Oh wow. You know, wanting to have. Wow. So we're going to pilot that sometime this month in March. And I'm hoping that at some point we can actually roll this out to our uh, grassroots OEA members too. That's
0: great, awesome. Well, we always love when you come into town, and you are always accessible to us to talk through all these benefits, and we really appreciate you.
2: Oh, of course. You you all have such a wonderful platform. Our OEA members are true members, and you all are just so loving. I love coming to Oklahoma. I I really feel that I am a part yeah. of what you all are trying <laughs> to do. And, and that helps motivate me, you know, to do what I can.
1: So I am so excited to have on with us today, uh, the outstanding and amazing media specialist, Terry Story, and uh, media assistant, Solinda McCubbin. Thank you guys for being with us today. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, I, we're excited. So um, just to kind of jump right in, uh, ladies, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you started,
3: how you got where you're at, uh, your claim to fame. Um, I, I've i been teaching for 27 years. I've been a, in Oklahoma City, Western Heights, and Mustang. I've always been a pre-K kindergarten teacher, and then I moved into the library um, a few years ago, and just that way I can um, experience all grade levels. And just my biggest thing is I want the kids to Love reading, and enjoy coming to the library and making it the best, the the hub of the school. Basically, that's kind of
4: uh, the safe spot. The
3: safe spot.
1: Yeah. So, Celinda how did you how did you make the journey
4: into the the library? I was in pre K as an assistant for a little bit, and the job came available, and I just love books. And yeah, that you can have with a book, yeah. and to watch a kids' eyes light up when they find the book that's right for them. Yeah. So it's it's that is that light
1: bulb when it comes on. Yes. It's amazing, isn't it? To love to watch. So one of the things that we're going to talk about with you today, um, you guys do such great. I've got to be at Mustang Creek Elementary several times with you guys. Wow. And uh the incredible activities that you do with your students to bring that those, like you were saying, Celine, the books, uh, the the literature to life. And and one of the things that I have truly loved coming and being a part of us is your Polar Express experience. So tell us a little bit about that, how you got started with that, and how it's definitely evolved over the years. Uh, so let us know. Tell me a little bit about that.
3: Uh, well, I experienced the Polar Express when I was a teacher at Greenville Elementary in Western Heights. Our, we had a school librarian, Cindy Littlefield. She created this um, Polar Express that you got into, you stepped into, you sat down, and at that time it was the old um, film strip. And she actually, we watched the kids watched the film strip of Polar Express. And then when I got into the library, I just always wanted to bring that back, and I just started talking to Selinda about this how, the experience at Greenville, and then how could we you know, make it come to life at Creek. And then Selinda just ran with it. And then her she told her husband and then Brandon is kind of the, the architect behind the Polar Express. And so the first year we did it, um, it was just all, all garbage bags and fans and we blew it up. And um, the we invited the Mustang fire chief to come read and he loved it, but then he gave us some... Um,
4: Safety. Measure. Safety.
3: I was gonna say, did you get some safety pointers? <laughs> we got yes. some safety pointers to make it um, safer. Uh-huh. And so we didn't do it the last year because of COVID, and we would really wanted to bring it back. And um, Brandon took the safety protocol and mm-hmm. just kind of changed it. And now it has a a, a PVC frame, and uh-huh. uh, we just kind of built upon the um, the previous years, and the kids love it.
1: Yeah. So uh, you want to make the kids feel like they're inside uh, a train. Mm -hmm. They're they're actually experiencing that train ride that's happening in the book. So um, kind of describe for our listeners what that what that looks like.
4: It's honestly, he took PVC and built out. I want to say it was a 12 by 30 frame and then covered it all with on it's like a tarp black tarp black tarp that he covered it with and he gave us an entry so we could open and close it and we also put uh icicle lights inside mm-hmm. so we could turn it on so they could it looked like there were snow and all that on for them yeah and then and then, and then we did two rows of twos chairs so that way they could sit like they're sitting on the train yeah and, and then
3: black out. we, we black out the window yeah, everything. so out, the like, library is dark and they come in a special door and um we have a light show that shows the Northern lights and we make sure they see that. And then the train sounds are playing and then we just greet them and have them sit in the, the train. And if we're lucky <coughs> enough, we have guest readers. And then if not, um, I try to read or even just they get to watch because um, we have the smart board is inside our train. Mm. We built the train around the smart board. And that way, when we do have a guest reader, we have the pages uh, displayed on the smart board. So the kids in the back can see the pages Um, because it's kind of we keep it dark. There's just enough light to to see, to read. And just we try to make it an experience because some kids will never get to experience going on the Polar Express. Mm -hmm. And then it's just to emerge themselves into Mm -hmm. the actual Polar Express and make them. They get to escape for a little bit into another world
1: Uh, yeah yeah i got to escape into another world when i came to read it was just truly uh you really felt like you were in the book and um the watching the kids was amazing to see how they were so engaged and uh they were they were living a part of it and then you you end it by something really special (laughs)
4: <laughs> yes we make each student a cup of hot chocolate
3: and <laughs> what brave souls you are yes and we serve the uh, their hot they chocolate have, on the um in the train in the train, yep. in the train. So and they fun. all walk away with uh i forgot what oh bells. yeah i got a bell yes. yes our pto um provided bells for them to um to leave with and so and so do you do it with all the different grade levels uh, yes, I am on the rotation, so I see every class, every grade level. So we it's a it we so every from pre K to fourth grade, every class comes into the library, and um, so it's a week long event. And so um, the first year we did it, we worked really hard and had guest readers for every of, single yeah. um, class, which is uh, we have about four grades at each. Um, That's like thirty six classes. We have about thirty six classes. Wow. And then um this year I wasn't quite as lucky, but um they still enjoyed it, whether it was a guest reader or if it was just me or if you know was it just watching the the Liam Nielsen version on the smart board.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, so uh, does it does it matter what grade they're in? Are they does it just carry okay. the same, whether they're a pre-K or a fourth grader?
4: They all seem to enjoy it. They all we we enjoyed watching and having parents call and say, oh, our child couldn't stop talking about it. Or their favorite part was the hot chocolate.
3: But yes, even our fourth graders, when they stepped into the library and saw the lights and the sounds, their eyes just lit up. And of course, that if it's their library day, which would be their train day, they got to wear pajamas. So all the kids got to wear pajamas. And um, but now even the fourth graders, they loved it just as much. And the pre-Kers were just in awe. And then it's even kind of fun to see the teachers that they're like, oh, my, I didn't, you know, they don't realize
4: <laughs> what all we do. In what here. You know, what we
3: uh, what we entail, which is probably my favorite um, thing to do and which we're already tra- talking about, about next, next year years. to make it different, a little bit different, but even better. Um, so that, that is truly an educator at heart.
1: Uh, always looking at their craft and saying what can I do differently you know how can I improve this and so that that's amazing now you've had some really cool guest readers besides uh, Vice President um, Elegant or myself but you've had some really uh very important people come in and read for you guys
3: uh well we um we were lucky enough to have um State Superintendent at the time, Joy Hoffmeister. She mm-hmm. came to uh, both years we did it, and then we've had we tried it. We've had legislators before. We've had Leslie Osborne before. Um, this past year, we we I always try to reach out to the community, and we try to get um, the like I said the Mustang Fire Department will come out. The uh, we had this year. We also were at Oklahoma City um, Police Department, but it was their recruiting officers so there was two officers that came out and they brought their dog oh. and then that was kind of really cool because we went out took pictures and then they um uh, just watching the recruiting police officers talk to the students and they were just re- the, especially the fourth graders they're really engaged and just like oh wow and we it's it really cool There was a female officer and a male officer and, um, there was African American, and there were there there was Caucasian. And so they were just um being able to reach out and connect to all of our students. And that's what I looked back, and I just saw, especially like the girls were really in asking questions like, how do you get to do this? How do you? Um, especially in my background, some of the um, schools I've been at, and um, police have not been a positive role model for students because they kind of you know unfortunately they have to come in and take them from situations but this is just a, a positive role model and th- that was to me I thought was really cool to see our students just so engaged and asking questions um to that so that was a new and different um mm-hmm. reader uh, we also this year were able to get um newscasters and meteorologists come out and um which I didn't see it but they said we were um get had a shout out on one of the channel channel 5s about our polar express and just I just really try to get community helpers and then we of course our um, our administration staff comes out and we had school board members and just trying to get people into you know creek especially libraries these days to say you know this is the great things we're doing it's all about literature Um, and we just, you know, we want to promote literature and not, um, restrict it. Right.
1: Right. So if somebody was wanting, they're hearing this and they're like, oh my goodness, I want to try this at my school. What, what would you say is the first thing that they need to do with this big project?
3: Um, besides contact you guys and say, Hey, you you definitely have to have a a big enough (laughs) space Mm -hmm. and, um, I would even probably, to be honest, I would probably have them have out like a a fire marshal or just somebody in that just to make sure it's safe because Mm -hmm. it can be, you know, um, but just maybe have the big big enough space and then just, I don't know, just an eagerness to do it. It's a lot of work. It's, um, you're tired by the end of the week, um, but it's a good tired. Yeah. So really, I would just, they can reach out and ask us questions, but the biggest thing is to have a big enough space big enough space because it to, takes up yeah. it took up the whole library
1: yeah and that's the cool thing is because it takes up so much space in your library like you said when the kids walk in and it's dark in there that they're they're like immersed in it immediately right, I mean, they forget they're in the
3: library <laughs>
1: yeah yeah they they see the big black bubble and black train. just like yeah, the black train. <laughs> black train, not the black, the black the black train. But no, so. it is a bubble. It is yeah. a
3: bubble. Big old tunnel. It's a tunnel, basically. Yeah. It's
1: a tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved it this year because you had the um you had the story up behind me on the story on the on the smart board so they could see every page that I was reading. And I didn't have to do the teacher thing where you know you teach you turn your
3: book mm-hmm. and notice. Nobody- See it because they're it's your way up here and they're way back there <laughs> that would probably be another big thing you kind of need to have that um uh, capability technology because otherwise they that's when you lose them when they can't see the pages or or yeah. it's dark and so when we cre- found that and we added that to it it just made it easier yeah. so the kids are like they're just like watching it and they're just hearing that the reader and they're yeah. even more um engaged engaged and emerged in the Um, the experience
1: yeah so not only do you guys do this big activity with the polar express but you also have other things that you do that you include the whole school in so uh the 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 pumpkins this last
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, in,
3: in the fall we had we opened it up to the entire school and we did uh they could decorate a pumpkin as their favorite book character And then we gave out prizes. We kind of had in um, categories, you know, pre-K and Kinder, and first and second, third and fourth, and did a staff. And we also had guest judges for that, um, very famous judges. And they got to, um, and so the kids get excited about, and even some of the books that the characters they brought in, I didn't even hadn't heard of that book or that character, and so I was able to learn from them and. Um, just again, it's just whatever I can do to promote literacy and get them excited about reading and, um, and then there's some books that they brought that we, we didn't, they, we, our library did not have. And so we put it on our little list and say, okay, we're going to get that, that we're going to order that for the library. And, um, and then of course, we're working on um, read across America and we're having contests and things, activities for the kids for that. And. We also we're doing Dr. Seuss, but we're also opening up to your favorite um, book character, your favorite book, or your characters. So it's more about just literature and not just Dr. Seuss, right? Yeah, and we f- have door, door, door decorating, decorating contests yeah. for the teachers, and that gets the kids involved. And oh, it how fun. Be, And it can be Dr. Seuss themed, or it can be like I said, your favorite book character,
4: like. I know George. somebody's already doing Fancy Nancy, and yeah. someone's doing. I think they said they were doing um, Mo Williams. Mm-hmm. Oh, how fu- oh Mo Williams! That is, that's that's yeah. that's a good one yeah, to yeah. do.
1: So, and it just you know what we want so badly is for kids to get a pleasure out of reading and to read for pleasure. And and our library medias around our state are incredible and really bring our students in and get to experience all the literature that's available to them. So kudos to you guys. Uh, We are so grateful for you to give us the time and be on. And uh, we look forward to being back out to Mustang Creek, hopefully very soon and seeing the amazing work that you do. So thank you again for being on with us today.
3: Well, thank you. You're welcome anytime.
1: Well, let's take some time and catch up with Catherine. Oh man Ellen Woo! last week we were on the road and there were so many exciting things that were happening. Um, I think you know last week we recorded really early with representative Van Curen and um, and talked about his bill that he had and then I said that I was going up to outreach to teach. in yes. it is Oh my gosh it was so much fun. To be at back in a school that we could do a beautification project with a civication pro that uh, I call it civication project with where our aspiring educators uh, picked Picta Elementary in Enid Coolidge Elementary. And they had about three areas that they needed help with. And so they, they did a century walkway in the hallway. Oh. And so it was so much fun. They laid out. And so they're, the kids are like having to step and jump and hop and skip. And, and so they're doing that. And then we did, um, kindness rocks. And so we went into every <gasps> classroom.
0: Stop. I, I love
1: that every classroom read this wonderful book about this turtle I forgot the turtle's name, already, but he was turtle and he was so kind and the kindest rocks. And we talked about that. And so, because they're going to do an outdoor garden area, so they painted rocks for their outdoor garden. Uh, Their teacher's lounge had just kind of become a place where they just had tables in it and things were scattered about and they were able to go in there and get everything. Do you ever see those organizing shows? you know, where they come Ooh, in do and not just want, like that does re- not sound reorganize <laughs> your house for you and stuff like that. <laughs> yes, Well, that's yeah, kind yeah. of what they did. They went in and they oh. just reorganized the teacher's lounge and they, everything was up on the wall and they had stickers where they could just come and pull stickers off it. They wanted stickers to give to their kids and just sticky notes and just, uh, stack bars, refreshments. It was just oh. a place that they could come in and just relax and rejuvenate, um, and be there. And then, um, Got to, ah, oh, so much fun. I love getting to go. Uh, I know uh, Vice President Elledge and I love, I know we do, we do, love getting to go to the teacher of the games at OU and OSU. We went to OU and we had um, STEM teacher David Swift from Atoka, Oklahoma, and he was at the OU women's game. And then I was up at OSU. I got my picture with pistol pistol. And pre-K teacher, Amanda Jarantowski, and she is from Little Axe and she was the teacher of the game there. And it's just, I, you know, every opportunity, Ellen, that just to get to meet our educators that are in the classroom every day and getting just that, that moment to talk to them and just ask them the question, how's it going? What do you need? Where can we help? And it just... I, I just I get to get a piece of them where they're at and what they need, and so we can get back to them and reach out to them. And then our civication we had our second oh my gosh Monday night we had our second civication dinner here and um, barbecue fabulous. And then over at the Capitol at the Capitol. And we had NBCT day as well there and our OEA members. It was fabulous. Just the week was fabulous.
0: It's been so fun. And I, you know, got to go to that first one and I ended up buying two books on Amazon because I talked to two educators who told me these are great books for kids, you Mm -hmm. know? And so you just, you learn so much about who they are, what they teach, Mm -hmm. about their families. And then for me, I gained, you know, two great books that I hope my kids love. Yeah.
1: I always thought you were going to gain like, because uh, you ate cake and <laughs> you gave some pounds. <laughs> you didn't, because I know you. <laughs> you wouldn't ran them off if you did. <laughs> so we have this next week coming up is spring break. Yes. And we're going taking- to be, we're take, it is important. People need to take time off. I'm going to take time off. Uh, I have already made it known. I sent a, a text message to my two children. Um, and told them that Gigi, uh, needed to know what, uh, Ralston and Lincoln and Walker and Becklin, what were their favorite things to do? And we were going to go do it.
0: Oh, I love that. So I am
1: taking off three days and we're going to go do that. And my house is open so they can come and spend the night. By themselves or with the group, I don't care. But we're gonna take time and be with with each other as a family, and just gonna love it.
0: Oh, that's awesome! Yes, everyone, enjoy your spring break. Yeah. Um, we want to thank Terry Story and Selinda McCubbins from Mustang Creek Elementary, and thank David Glenn from NEA Member Benefits. And we want to thank you for joining us today and listening to Fried Okra, the public education podcast for Oklahomans. I'm Ellen Pogamiller with the Oklahoma Education Association.
1: And I'm Catherine Bishop, president of OEA. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Fried Okra on Apple Podcasts. You can also contact us at friedokrapodcasts at gmail.com. We hope you'll join us again next week. Until then, keep fighting the good fight for public education.